Welcome to Beyond the Book. In this episode, we'll talk about success strategies and how they're designed by triumphant people often lead to amazing accomplishments. I'm Mike Calandrillo, guiding you to the essential elements that routinely show up in the lives of successful individuals. And my next guest is here to help you accomplish your objectives in a more timely and efficient manner. For over 20 years, Lisa Zarkin McHugh has been dedicated to a career in the financial industry. After obtaining her securities and insurance licenses, Lisa and her mother, Diane, formed Plan Smart Financial Services, Inc. In order to further her financial education, Lisa obtained a BA in business from DePaul University and her CFP certification in 1998. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on Beyond the Book. We do appreciate it, and I look forward to our conversation. Thanks, Mike. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Now, you've got a very interesting story that compelled you to co-author Success Strategies with Jack Canfield. If you could tell us a little bit about your background and what you're currently doing to help your clients, that would be awesome. I come from a large family, and my father was a high school teacher. My mother was a stay-at-home mom until I was three, and then she became a certified financial planner. She was actually one of the first or second people in Illinois to get her CFP. And I was the only one of eight kids who followed in her footsteps and became a certified financial planner. I mostly help clients by being a good listener. I'd say uh, I realize people's fears. People have a lot of fears around money. I've researched people's top fears and actually fear of not having enough money for the future is among the top 10, along with fear of dying and fear of failure. Going through a divorce can bring up a lot of these fears. Divorce can feel like a death in a way, because it is a death. Uh, It's the death of that relationship. It also can bring up the fear of money because money is one of the top reasons people argue in a relationship and while going through a divorce. So I help people with the money part. That's awesome. That's something obviously, you know, with um, the rate of divorce in this country, that's something that's very important. So you're doing, you're doing wonderful work. And I'm sure there are many clients that would attest to that. Now, in your chapter, Divorce and Dignity, you write that if you choose divorce, there are 10 steps and examples of how to do it with dignity before, during, and after. How long did it take you to compile this list? And is it something that's fluid? Has it changed throughout the years? Or is it pretty set in stone? Well, I would say that the 10 steps and my examples in the book pertaining to divorce really apply to all aspects of life. You can take any of my steps and apply them to just about any situation in your life. And for me, it's really just been a lifelong learning process and learning while working with clients through it. Sure. Absolutely. Without giving away too much, because obviously we want people to read the book, especially your chapter. Could you explain some of the intricacies of the 10 steps and maybe some examples? Sure. Um, For example, when I say speak kindly about your spouse or anyone for that matter, that should apply at all times not just when you're going through a divorce. So when you speak badly about anyone, it makes you look bad. Take responsibility for your choices and stop being a victim. Another one would be avoiding hypocrisy. That is one of my golden rules and should apply to everything you do at all times. Uh, The same goes for taking stock of people in your life, taking time for yourself, taking time for your children. Another big one is being respectful to each other in front of your children. Where do you think children learn how to respect themselves and others? They learn it from watching their parents. (laughs) Yeah. In the end, it's all about choosing to be happy and realizing that being happy is a choice. Also realize that you can't make anyone else happy. They have to choose it as well. Those are wonderful steps and definitely can apply those to their life in general. So that's a great takeaway. 
You're a best-selling author now, and that comes with many unique opportunities. Would you be able to share what being a best-selling author means to you? Sure. I'd say being a best-selling author is great, but it's really just a title. It really only means something if you feel it and believe it in your soul. It's a personal feeling for me, and it gives me satisfaction because my purpose is to help people. In my opinion, writing is one of the best ways to do that because of how many people you can reach in an efficient manner. Absolutely. It's very, very true. Uh, And you do that with this book. And I know that it's just one of the tools that you use to help people. What are some of the other ways that you're currently helping clients, especially in the current climate that we're in? Well, I do help people in many ways, but I would say the experience I've gained by working with many clients over the last 20 or so years has helped me to give better advice. I feel like my advice is my most important asset. I love to give advice freely. And when people receive it and use it to their benefit, that's the greatest reward. I feel like I go above and beyond what is required. And I wish all professions would be more giving of their gifts. After all, the more you give, the more you receive. That's very, very true. And I know you probably have a lot of stories about all the people you've helped. Is there one or two that really have stood out to you throughout the years that you'd like to share? I have so many stories, Mike. Um, How about I keep it general and use an example from this tax season, which was the longest one in history and just ended yesterday. I work with many professionals and for some, I help them with finances. For others, I help them plan and prepare taxes. And for others, I help them with all of their financial needs. I do find that in some cases, because there are professionals such as doctors, lawyers, teachers, professors, business owners, et cetera, they feel like they need to know everything, especially when it comes to money. So they might hesitate to seek advice or help because they feel it makes them appear inept in some way. But in reality, it's actually the opposite. Some of the most successful and brilliant people on earth seek advice from others because they realize they can't do it all, nor would they want to. To quote Gay Hendricks from one of my favorite books, The Big Leap, say no to things you're not good at and choose to focus on activities that are clearly in your zone of genius. So in other words, don't waste time and energy on tasks that don't serve your purpose or your gifts. Hire those who are gifted in that area to do it for you. I wouldn't try to diagnose my own x-ray and you should not try to prepare your own taxes. In doing so, you might miss some very important life or money-saving ideas. I like that. Stay in your lane and do what you're good at. It totally, totally makes sense. Exactly. So as a best-selling author now and an entrepreneur, I understand how valuable your time is. And again, I'm grateful for you appearing on Beyond the Book, especially with taxis and having just come to an end. But if someone is listening to you right now and they need your help, what's the best way for them to seek you out? Well, thanks, Mike. The best way to reach me would be going to my website, and that is plansmartfinancial.com, and that's spelled P-L-A-N-S-M-A-R-T financial.com. Okay, nice and easy. And our final question, the biggest lesson that our listeners can learn from you, let's say someone walks up to you on the street, has an appointment with you and says, Lisa, I've yet to read Divorce and Dignity, but I know of you and I, and I want to know something. What's the one takeaway that they can have from your chapter that you can give us without giving away too much? Okay. Well, I would say the biggest lesson that I want to convey is that you should take 100% responsibility for your life. Don't blame others for your problems or act like a victim. You matter and you are worthy of happiness. Keep looking and moving forward and let go of the past. Inspire others to be brave, even in the most challenging situations. Be the light and choose happiness. 
So simple, so profound, and so uplifting. And honestly, it works for every part of your life, just like you stated. So Lisa, I am grateful for you appearing on the podcast today. Thank you so much for giving us your time. And I look forward to speaking with you again in the future. Thank you, Mike. I look forward to speaking with you as well. Take care. And that concludes this episode of Beyond the Book. I'm Mike Calandrillo, reminding you that success is not just a target or a journey. It's a way of life. We'll see you at the top.